Welcome to the Dildorks, dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. My name is Kate Sloan. I'm a journalist, a sex blogger, a speaker, and educator. I live for a well-constructed sentence and a well-appointed dildo drawer. Who are you? I'm Bex. I'm a sex educator and a blogger, a non-binary queerdo, a masochistic pup, and a flirting fetishist. I love video games, ice cream, and leather, and I refuse to admit it's not 2007 anymore. Hi, Bex. I am so excited for this episode of The Dildorks because we're talking about one of the things that I know we both love a lot. I feel like I've said that at the beginning of many episodes. And well, because we don't do episodes about things we hate. Not yet, anyway. I mean, we will. Yeah. We'll get to that eventually. Those will be sassy. Yep. So, hand sex. We're fans. <laughs> <laughs> What you know, I give, I give hand sex a 10 out of 10. You know why? Because there's too many fingers do I have. It. Don't do it. <laughs> That's the maximum number that I could give it. Hey, Bex. Hey, I got a Kate. question for you. What is it? Do you think that you can handle this episode that we're about to do? No, Kate, I don't think I can. <laughs> well, too bad, because we're going to record it anyway. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time for what? For us to talk about hand sex. Let me, let me just say right off the bat, before we get into hand sex, uh, the giveaway that we were doing has come to an end, and we are not going to announce the winner on this episode, because at the time that you are presumably listening to this, I will be across the ocean and not near reliable Wi-Fi. So, what you're wait, 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 wait. Does this mean what? you won't be tweeting? Uh, I'll probably be tweeting, but I mean, Skyping <laughs> and recording a podcast takes a lot more data than tweeting True. does. I panicked for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, I know. If my Twitter ever goes dark for more than like 48 hours at a time, even that's probably an excessive estimate, uh, you'll know that something has gone truly awry with my life. Um, I have the emergency but... procedures in that incident. They're in a red folder at my desk. <laughs> Good. That makes me feel so much more secure and confident. Yeah. <laughs> so go on our Twitter. We are at the Dildorks on Twitter, and you will see our announcement of who won the giveaway of the Womanizer that we were giving away. And I wish that we could say your name on this podcast, but uh, we can't because we're coming at you from the past. <laughs> but you know what? I bet you're super cool. I bet you're amazing and super good looking, and we're so proud of you for winning this. <laughs> yeah, I really like your face. I've probably <laughs> seen your face. Probably. Yeah. Odds are good. Yeah, and either way, it's, I bet you it's a good face. I bet you also have good hands. Hmm. Like a lot of people who I've known. <laughs> yeah. Hands universally are pretty good, just because you can do so much stuff with them. Hands are very attractive, and I think that that's kind of part of the appeal of hand sex stuff for me is, you know, a lot of people look at a dick or look at a mouth and go, oh, that's a good looking piece of anatomy. I want that in and around my junk. But uh, I look at a hand and I'm like, mm, that has some good angles on it. That looks like it could do some cool stuff. Get that inside of me. Yeah. I'm making it sound real sexy the way I'm talking about it. I know. <laughs> Just dropping panties across the nation. Um, <laughs> but tell me, Bex, uh, what's, uh, what's your deal with hand sex? Why are you a fan? What do you like about it? So, well, one of the things I had written in our notes about hand sex uh, is didn't y'all give that up in high school? Because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like hand sex gets such a bad rep as something that you, like, graduate from, and then you're <laughs> done with that now. Like, you have real grown-up sex now? We're not <laughs> doing those, like, hand jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like... Because the idea is that, uh, that hands are basically a poor substitute for mouths and other orifices on the body, 
Which I think is bullshit, because actually what I found is that most people in high school were really bad at hand sex, just like they were really bad at a lot of stuff, because they were young and they didn't have experience and they didn't know things. And then as I've gotten older, I've had partners who were really good at hand stuff, because they'd had experience and they knew what they were doing. So I think it's just like a fine wine. It's really finger-banging has aged well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I like it. So hands, like I said earlier, can do so many different things that mouths and orifices can't. Like you can play with how many fingers you have around or in a person, depending on what kind of bits you're playing with. You can vary pressure, you can be as precise as working with one finger or as blunt as working with like an entire hand for really broad stimulation. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of options in a way that you don't like. I can do a lot with my with my tongue. I can do more with my fingers. <laughs> yeah, it feels very deliberate in a way that a lot of other things <coughs> don't because you just have so much motor control in that area. And I think also like it's one of the few acts where the person doing the quote unquote topping would have like a a direct view of the face of the person who's bottoming to them um and they're not distracted by their own pleasure because they're using their hand and so i think in that way there's something really cool about being able to look someone right in the face while you're doing stuff to them or while they're doing stuff to you and it to me it feels really intimate in a way that a lot of other things don't yeah, and because I'm me, I'm going to bring that back around to power, but that's, like, really a really powerful position to be in, and it's mm-hmm. a good way to play with a lot of power play and things like that, because you can be, like, right up next to the face of the person you're playing with, barking commands or whatever it is you're doing, mm-hmm. while you're fingering them or giving them a hand job or whatever, and that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have loved giving hand jobs for a long time. Not so much anymore because I think I'm I'm playing with people who are circumcised more so these days, and I just don't quite feel confident in my circumcised hand job skills. But I had a long term partner for a long time who was uh, uncircumcised, and I felt like I really knew what I was doing with his dick. And hand jobs were one of my favorite things to do with him because I could just be all up in his face and just like listening to his reactions and feeling how his breathing changed and talking in his ear and doing all kinds of fun things. It's a good time. Yeah. I also really like that it's the kind of thing that you can do, like, quickly and easily in, like, semi-public environments. Oof, yep. Like, it's really good for quickies or, you know, dragging someone into the bathroom or something like that. Uh, Or even just playing, like, in a public but empty area because you can kind of really do a lot and still cover it all up very quickly like mm-hmm. without even taking someone's pants all the way off yep but yeah and like when i talk about semi-public stuff obviously consent is always like a thing but <laughs> kind of important yeah exactly i am not encouraging you going around having sex in places where people are definitely going to catch you and see things they didn't consent to see to, to see. Mm-hmm. But that said, hand sex is kind of an easy way to ensure people aren't going to see much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I take a lot of bus rides up to Toronto, like overnight <laughs> in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I have like literally every time I'm on a, grimy megabus or greyhound or whatever um i have like this long-standing fantasy of being in like one of the back rows at like 3 a.m where when everyone else is asleep and you know giving someone a hand job in the back of the bus or something because (sighs) i know right (laughs) um because that's the kind of thing you can get away with you know yeah Yeah, I've wanted to be fingered in a movie theater for a really long time. I think that that would be super fun. And I actually wrote a uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan fiction in which that happened. Oh, I remember (laughs) that one. Yeah, Rosa um, was watching uh, Brokeback Mountain in a movie theater (laughs) and started to surreptitiously jerk off. And then the hot guy next to her, of course, noticed what she was doing and 
try as to they get do in there in to help fiction. her. Yeah. And in <laughs> fan fiction, it's hot when they offer to help. In real life, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I had written a bit of consent negotiation into there. And also the character of Rosa is definitely someone who would tell someone off if she didn't yeah. want them to finger her in a movie theater. But oh, she totally. was into Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Yeah. I've, uh... I've also gotten fingered in an office at an old job I used to have, and that was awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Um, being, like, I was, like, pinned up against a wall while the person was, like, repeatedly whispering in my ear that I had to be quiet. But I was like, this, this is good. I, this is a good place to be. I'm, yes. <laughs> Okay, well, I have a story that that reminds me of, and it actually involves you. Ah! Um, when I we were did not in... finger you against a wall of an office. No, not no. yet. Not ever. <laughs> 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 Putting those rumors to rest. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> that time that we had rented an Airbnb specifically to make porn in. Yes! Yeah, so I did my shoot with my partner first, and then you and your partner were shooting in the next room, and me and mine were doing aftercare in my room, and uh, I kind of realized that aftercare for me was going to need to involve some sex, because, like, I don't know, I was feeling weirdly intimate and opened up, and uh, there had not been any sex things happening to me during our shoot, so I asked my dude if we could do some sex things. <laughs> and, uh, but you guys were shooting in the next room, so he was like, we have to be really quiet. And he definitely meant that I had to be really quiet, because <laughs> I'm the loud one. Um, and he was fingering me, and I had my Hitachi on my clit, and I was holding a pillow over my face the whole time. And it I'd was like just, to note, <sighs> we have to hot. be really quiet, so I pulled out my Hitachi. <laughs> I do want to say I was using the magic wand rechargeable and he said to me is that going to be quiet enough and I was like if I only use it on the first speed yes it will because that speed's fairly quiet and it was difficult because usually I use the second speed to get off but I fucking managed to do it because dude was finger banging me so good that is the magic of fingers he is good at that <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at that. Yeah, while we're talking finger-banging stories about this dude. <laughs> didn't you... Oh my god, yes, we have to tell that story. But haven't <laughs> you also been fingered on a balcony? Yes, a little bit. That was sort of outside the panties, but yeah, at another Airbnb we rented, I went out on the balcony with that same dude to make out, and uh, he kind of pushed me up against the glass railing and put his hand under my skirt and mm, it was really good <laughs> but what I wanted to say was the time that we had a threesome with him what I was really impressed by more than anything else he did which he did quite a lot of great things during that threesome but one of the things was at one point he was fingering both of us like one on each hand and I noticed that he was doing the exact thing that I like which is like really deep a spot stimulation and I assumed that he was doing what you liked as well, because you were making noise that seemed to indicate that. And I stopped him. I was I like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you doing two different things to us right now? And he was like, yeah, like he he plays piano. So <laughs> I've loved many man. dudes who play piano and they are really good at finger banging. And he was like, yeah, I'm doing two different things. And I was just so maybe that's not as impressive as I had made it out to be in my mind. But I was really blown away by that. No, that's. I think that's pretty impressive. That's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time while mm -hmm. having a boner. Like, <laughs> I, I think, think that I qualifies that. as impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I was proud of him. Yeah. I mean, he didn't get either of us off, but I don't think that that was really his fault. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're just um, tough nuts to crack. Um, so you're saying he was doing exactly what you like. What is it that you like, Kate? <laughs> what makes a good so, hand job? Oh, man. Um, I am at a point in my sexual evolution where I'm very hesitant to trust anyone with my clit. <laughs> I just feel like everybody fucks it up, and it's not even their fault. I just have such particular preferences. I've written a blog post about this, about how my clit is a diva. Um, but I usually handle whatever clit stuff is happening to me. 
So really, for me, it's all about finger banging, and I'm really into A-spot stimulation, so I really like to have fingers in me pretty deep. And I think it's really funny if I'm, like, on a date with someone who I'm hoping to have sex with or probably going to have sex with and I mention liking a spot stimulation then I explain what that is usually there'll be a moment where they kind of look at their own fingers (laughs) and are like trying to figure out if they have got enough length or sometimes the particularly bold ones will just sort of hand me their hand and have me sort of examine it and give a prognosis on uh, (laughs) whether it's going to be able to do what I need it to do have you ever looked at them and been like yeah nope (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have I have banged a couple of guys who did have abnormally small hands. Maybe abnormally is a cruel word. They were on the, <laughs> the smaller end of the bell curve as far as hands go. But I find that, like, certain angles can prevent that from being a problem. Like, if I lift my knees more toward my chest, then that kind of shortens my badge so that they can get deeper in there. I've never really had an issue with someone where they couldn't reach the spot. So... And That's small pretty, hands will good. come in handy when we're talking later about one of our other goals. God, how Epic many come in handy jokes can we make in this podcast? It's not intentional, it's just a word I use all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna come in someone's handy if he gives me a good enough handy. <laughs> Yikes. Let's backpedal out of this terrible joke. Abort! What abort! Please don't talk about abort when we're we're in the vaginal region to begin. (laughs) Shit. What about you? What are your handjob preferences? (laughs) I wish I had more preferences to say. I feel like I'm in the same position I was in with the cunnilingus one. Mm -hmm. Especially because, like, you... When I read your post about how your clit is a diva, I was like, oh my god, like, how does she know this much about her clit? Like, it was amazing to me. Because I do very little with my clit other than just put a vibe on it. Mm-hmm. So I wish, like, I wish I had more preferences and more words for what I like clitorally. And, like, the answer is give myself more hand jobs. I know that. I could just do that. <laughs> but, you don't like, have to. Yeah, but I am curious. Like, I do genuinely want to know, and I'm just too mm-hmm. lazy to, like, have science experiments with my own clip. Yeah, so. it is a very slow-moving process as compared to vibes. Like, nowadays, I'll only use my hands on my own clit if I don't have a vibe near me or if I'm so turned on by that point that a vibe just feels excessive and I don't feel like I need one. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of extra work. yeah. I tend to, uh, I know internally I have a lot of feelings about G-spot stim, and I like, um, like, quick G-spot stim, either, uh, like, really fast, uh, flicking of the fingers or really fast thrusting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, I wish I had more answers for what I like pictorially. It's just, like... People occasionally will do a thing, and I'll be like, yes, that. Keep doing that. That's good. (laughs) And I just need to, like, really nerd out and figure out what all those things are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot lately about how my dream partner would be someone who was curious about sex and anatomy in the same way that I am. And in particular, I have these weird sex nerdy fantasies about having a partner who wants to experiment with finding uh, ways to simulate my internal clit, like (laughs) different places on my vulva that he could press that would be accessing like the legs or the crura or whatever they're called. That's awesome. Oh man, one day I will find this person. (laughs) Like that sounds so fun and hot though. Like I was literally just sexting someone about wanting to do something to them that I had never done before. And I was like, I'm I'm feeling so many feelings right now, and part of it is I'm super turned on, but also I'm in, like, giddy sex nerd headspace, where I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my god, this is gonna be so cool and fun, I want (laughs) to learn all the things. Like, you're a human that I really like, and I really want to learn how to get you off and do all of these cool things to your butt, and it's gonna be fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and I think that that's part of what is so cool about hand sex is that you, because your face can be so close to their face, you can get really instant feedback on anything that you're trying and see if it's working for them or not. Uh, sometimes it can be harder to get that feedback when you're going down on them or when you're just farther away from them in some way or when you're focused on your own pleasure. So I think it's really cool that you can just know what's up with them just by looking at their face or yeah. asking them. And that precision means you can try so many more different things and different mm -hmm. types of things. Yeah. It's super hot. I just, yeah. A lot of my fantasies, actually, now that I think about it, are about things that people could say to me while they're finger-banging me. That's, like, a good 70% of what I get off to. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just, like, they're able to be so focused and lucid in this moment when I am being completely unraveled and mm -hmm. it's this really hot dynamic that to me is definitely kink based but also can exist in a more vanilla framework but just a lot of the things that people have said to me that have really stuck with me because they felt really hot in the moment were just things while they were fingering me like does that feel good or you know do you want it harder or oh you like it really deep huh just things like that that like really stick in my head because whoa yeah. I have not been finger banged in a very long time and I'm very sad about it. Yeah. A lot of the stuff I definitely think about a lot too and I think a lot, I know you like this as well, about like one hand fingering me and the other right on my chest, like yes. holding you down. Mm -hmm. um, which I never realized you actually taught me is a practical thing because it kind mm -hmm. of keeps the body in place. Yeah, the reason that I discovered that that was the thing I liked is because one time I was being finger banged by this dude and he was fucking me really hard such that my body was kind of jostling around on the bed and that was making it so that he wasn't getting quite enough contact with my A spot, which was kind of frustrating me. So I put one hand on the bed next to me to kind of hold myself steady and he saw that I was doing that so he put one hand on my chest to kind of hold me still. And it, from a practical perspective, was really good because like it, it kept the stimulation where I wanted it but also, it was, like, really hot from a kink perspective for me, too. And, like, I, I occasionally now will have partners who ask me if I want to be choked. And I have to explain. I actually don't like the choking sensation on my throat. I really like the pressure on my chest. So I'll just take their hand and move it a little bit down. And that is what I like. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really, really awesome. I mean, I like choking, too. But I really like that one hand on your chest, like, holding you in place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like that, and a lot of, a lot of the times I'm, like, thinking about things, it's someone holding me down and saying, my stuff is a little bit more toppy, whereas yours seems to be, like, a commentary on what's happening. <laughs> um, but, well, which is a great kind of dirty talk. So many people There's a cool like, breeze blowing through the room. There's some sweet jazz on the stereo. <laughs> This room is really dim. <laughs> I ate an apple before I came here. It was delicious. <laughs> Your hair is brown. Your eyes are closed. You're laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> commentary. My favorite type of dirty dog. No, my favorite type of dirty dog is director's commentary. <laughs> where they're like, yeah, I zoomed in on her face real close here because I thought it would be good. It actually wasn't that good. She was kind of sweaty. I regret this directorial decision. <laughs> okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were going to talk about my favorite kind of dirty talk, but now I just feel silly. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Please go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, well, so I like a lot of... Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about the, the director's commentary and how they would be like, we wanted Owen Wilson for this role, but we couldn't get him. We got this guy instead. He did okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Tell me about Dirty Talk. Yes, let's turn this around to a sexy point. This is... Um, <laughs> but, well, no. So a lot of... Whereas your Dirty Talk seems focused around, like, what's happening and that sort of thing, I tend to really like the power that goes in it, and I like, uh, like, orgasm control and playing with that in such a way, like, you know, asking before... Asking before I come and 
thing, which is something I usually have to do anyway. Um, oh, and like being told to come or being overstimulated and told to take it and I need to, I can get off more than once to being told like I need to come one more time for my sir or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot of, for me, um, and I think the reason I like fingering so much and it makes me less anxious than cunnilingus like we were talking about last week was that in, a, in my head the dirty talk kind of allows it to be like I'm not doing this for you I'm only doing this because I like to watch you mm -hmm. and you're going to take more for me because I want you to mm -hmm. um, and that kind of makes me less anxious about being the receiving one and is also really hot <laughs> yeah i think like any sexual act it is definitely hotter when the person doing it to you clearly really likes doing it to you and my favorite finger banger which should be the name of my band um <laughs> he uh he, he, I like I always thought he was great at finger banging but then one day we had this conversation where he mentioned that it's like his power move or it's like his favorite thing to do or something and I was like oh like do you really like to do it because you're really good at it or because you actually really enjoy doing it and he was like eh, a little from column A a little from column B <laughs> and after that I kind of fell even more into him finger banging me because I just felt like I could relax into it and like he was getting something from it too yeah. Um, this was the same dude who told me that uh, because my vag muscles kind of contract and get twitchy as I'm getting closer to coming, he said that finger banging me is like wrestling with a little monster, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a testimonial so wonderful that I want to put it on my business cards and in my bios for eternity. <laughs> my vagina is a little monster. You too can wrestle the little monster. <laughs> you Do you have any business cards that are like, do you want to wrestle a little monster? <laughs> no context provided whatsoever. <laughs> we have to draw we... <laughs> a little vulva monster in the corner. Yeah. We wanted Owen Wilson to play the little monster, but we just <laughs> couldn't get him. He was too expensive. <laughs> One of the things that's kind of cool about how much I like a spot stimulation is that not a lot of people have heard of that. And so I get to teach them from scratch, basically how I like it which I wish was a more common thing in general like that people would just assume they had to learn from scratch because everybody is so different anyway but I remember I had this one partner who I'd never slept with before and he had been reading my tweets and my blog because we'd been sort of dating for a little while and um, we were making out and it was starting to head toward finger bang town and um, and he like leaned in and whispered to me, he's like, I want you to take my hand and guide it to your A spot. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, this was the guy who turned out to be a lying douchebag. But man, what yeah. a line, right? Yeah. Right. Sad trombone. <laughs> yeah, I love when people are just so, well, A, I love when people pay attention to shit you've said and bring it back later. Ugh, it's, it's so good. It's just such a sign of, like, being a good partner and, like, attentiveness and everything. It's um, one of the best things about having a sex blog or tweeting about sex is that that happens. It is so, so glorious. Great. Yeah, like, I just, I have already said shit on the podcast and have it come back to me in sex, and I'm like, oh good, excellent. <laughs> You were paying attention. <laughs> A plus. I, yeah. I had someone else find my blog and, like, good girl me the next day, and I was like, good job. 10 out of 10. <laughs> A plus. Your reading comprehension, or podcast comprehension, as the case may be, is exemplary. <laughs> to be fair, he hadn't told me he found anything yet. Mm -hmm. He just randomly whispered, good girl, and I screamed. Uh, as the appropriate responses. I was just yep. like, oh, you can't do that, and stormed off. Because <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best response when someone says something really hot to you, just storm off. Yeah, I stomped <laughs> my feet. I literally stomped my feet as I stormed away. <laughs> you um, threw a tantrum. I did. 
And then he, like, caught up to me and made a couple other hints where I was like, you've been reading. You have done research, haven't you? <laughs> Good, sir. Okay. Good to know. Um, but the thing, uh, the thing about your A-spot is that really requires a lot of, uh, precision, right? I know mm -hmm. you once had someone, um, <laughs> You're going to tell the story that I was about to tell. Oh my god, Go okay, ahead. so you tell it. No, 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 you tell no, it. No, I want to hear you tell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because this is, uh, you had been hooking up with someone and asked, they were using, like, two fingers and you asked for a third, right? Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> but with two I can do this, and did <laughs> A-spot things. Yep, and I was like, oh, yeah, request redacted. Never mind on that third one. I'm good. I'm very good. <laughs> As a matter of fact. I would like to send this back to the kitchen, please. I'm fine with what I have. <laughs> but, that said, um, we both have fisting on our list of goals. Our fist of goals, if you will. <laughs> yes, a fistful of goals. You can call it a, a bucket fist or a fuck it list or indeed a fuck it fist if you really wanted to get creative. <laughs> but I'm curious um, what it is about fisting that really like makes you, because it's not going to be ace body for you, which is your, what you said your favorite thing about hand stuff is. So mm -hmm. what's it about fisting that really makes you want to experience that? So, G-spot stuff is not a terrible thing. <laughs> um, I like it sometimes. It's just, for me, it's a really volatile thing, and I really have to be in the mood for it, because otherwise it can feel too intense and sometimes bordering on painful or uncomfortable. So, I find that if I'm with someone who I feel I can really relax with, then it's easier, because I don't have to worry about, like peeing on the sheets, which sometimes is a feeling that it feels like it might happen if intense G-spot simulation is happening. Um, and I think obviously like fisting is also a thing where trust and mutual respect and being comfortable with each other would be really helpful. So I think it would have to be with someone who I could really relax with. Um, but I think honestly the thing that appeals to me most about fisting is not so much the physical sensations, but more the emotional connection aspect of it. Because it's just this really trusting act and something that would require a lot of time and warm up and would be a really intimate and eye-opening experience and I think almost in the way that some people for spiritual reasons want to go to Burning Man or like climb Everest I'm like I want a fist in me <laughs> like I want to <laughs> see if my mind and spirit can handle that and kind of push myself in that way so it's not even in some ways I don't even think of it as a sex thing really it's more of a relationship challenge in some sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what All about right. you? For me, it's more of... So I love girth anyway. Like, I just love the sensation of girth. I like feeling stretched out and really, really full. Um, and even, like, I like to take toys slightly too big, slightly too fast, because I like the feeling of, like, uh, tightness and not quite pain, but discomfort and, like, overcoming that, because mm -hmm. I'm a masochist. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, the pressure that comes with it. So part of it is just a physical sensation birth thing. Like, I like mm -hmm. that. But also, I want to be able to say I had a fucking fist inside my body. Yeah, bragging like, rights. I want the achievement. I want to know I accomplished something awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, like... Just the thought of, like, my body being able to do that is super hot. Um, and a lot of that is also, like, I've talked about my pleasure being of service to a person topping me. And that mm -hmm. being a way that makes it really easy for me to receive pleasure. Uh, and a lot of the time that, like, I'm fantasizing about being fisted, it's someone telling me that I can take it for them. Like, oh, you can take mm -hmm. a little bit more. Come on, I need my whole fist inside you. Like, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's a lot of it, too. Like, a lot of it. But it's mostly just 
the idea of accomplishment and doing something like really impressive and cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely noticed that when I tell people that I have a goal to get fisted, that their reactions will tend to be pretty strong. And generally, they'll be impressed with me on some level. <laughs> um, and I think it would be a cool thing to be able to just tell people, like, yeah, I've got a fist in me. So the thing about fisting, though, is that it's quite a strenuous activity, and sometimes you need to incorporate, actually not even sometimes, all the time that you're fisting, you should incorporate at least lube and maybe some other stuff, too, like gloves. Um, and we did want to talk a little bit about our favorite accoutrement and kind of accessories to hand sex. Do you have particular gloves and lubes that you like? Yeah, I mean... I don't have a strong preference on gloves, like, pretty much, the gloves I have on my trial, I'm, like, looking at them right now, and like, midnight microflex. <laughs> uh, but really, I'm happy with any, like, standard black gloves, usually nitrile instead of latex, just because people have latex allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, with gloves, I feel like they get such a bad rap for being, like, I don't know, weird? Like, I always forget when I talk to muggles and I mention gloves, they're like, ugh, you use gloves? Why? Yeah, it's like it's overly sanitized or something, or they have these, like, medical associations with it. Yeah, but I've got, like, such a Pavlovian reaction that, like, I see gloves and I'm like, things are going near my (laughs) boots. Yeah. Especially those black gloves. Like, those are hot looking. Yeah. The only time I see black gloves are when things are going near my bits or I'm getting a tattoo. So really, <laughs> I'm always just in a happy, subby headspace around black gloves. Mm-hmm. And they just, they make everything feel really smooth and nice. And like, mm-hmm. you can put a few drops of lube like in the fingertips of gloves to kind of feel more for the person wearing them too. Mm-hmm. Or if you're fucking a femme with really long nails you can put like cotton balls in the tips like, mm-hmm. or you can cut a glove and turn it into a dam like there's so many great things you can do with gloves and like i my safer sex kit always has a couple of pairs yeah they're they're also great if you have injured your hand in some way yeah i uh i was eating um a mason jar ice cream sundae at a friend's house with another friend who was a fuck buddy and uh he was trying to open the sundae and he cut his fingers on the um on the the top of the jar and then later that night when we were heading back to my place he was like just so you know like i think my fingers are probably down for the count because like he had these like deep cuts in his fingers but then we like got into banging and at one point he was just like you know what fuck it and he grabbed a condom and put it over two of his fingers so that he could finger bang me but like gloves would have also worked in that situation yeah totally and i'm uh not a femme with long nails i'm whatever I am. Uh, (laughs) I'm a human with the worst hangnails in the world um, and horrible cuticles. So, (laughs) like, gloves come in super handy for me, especially if I'm worried about any sort of uh, STI transmission or anything like that, because my fingertips are covered in, like, tiny cuts. Mm -hmm. So it's good to protect against that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you have a preference on gloves other than black? Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't used them during sex a lot. I've mostly used them during porn, actually. Um, I did mm-hmm. a porn shoot with a person where I had brought gloves because I just wasn't sure what her preferences were as far as safer sex stuff. So I just, just kind of threw everything in the bag that I was bringing. And then after that shoot, she liked them so much that she asked me to bring them again to the next shoot that we did because she said she just felt sexier in them. Um but as far as, like, other hand sex stuff, if I'm not using uh, latex accessories of any kind, I do really like coconut oil or lubes that are heavily based in coconut oil, like there's Sliquid Sole and um, Southern Butter. So I just really like the sort of creamy, oily, slick feel of those, and they last a really long time. Um, and I also actually went to a hand job workshop that was taught at my local sex shop, Good For Her, 
the workshop was called the sophisticated hand job which is the greatest workshop title that i've ever heard in all my years <laughs> on this earth <laughs> um but one of the many things i learned is that the silicone based lube that i think is pronounced pure it's p-j-u-r yes, yes pure. yeah they said that that was their top recommendation for hand jobs on a penis so i snapped it up immediately at that workshop and i do really like it for hand jobs it is uh it lasts a good long time and it comes in this sleek little bottle that I really like. So I once gave someone, uh, usually my hand jobs are accompanied with uh, blow jobs. So mm-hmm. my spit is mostly enough lube to like play with it. And if it's not, I, oh darn, I got to put my mouth on a cock again. Wow, my life <laughs> is so you. tragic. Um, <laughs> but I was once in a shower um, and it's saliva doesn't stick around as well there so Mm -hmm. i grabbed um i grabbed a sample size of pure and started giving hand job with that and i swear to god i almost broke the guy that i was like doing it he was like (laughs) what did you just he's like what did you just use and i was like uh lube and he was like that is amazing I was like, oh, okay, I'll go buy some more of this brand. <laughs> it also... is so funny that, that, like, so many cis dudes are not clued into lube at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I have this one fuck buddy on occasion who uh, is very much clued into lube and always, like, requests it, even if I don't feel like I particularly need it. And he'll just be like, I feel like I need some more room to move around in here. So he'll just, like, <laughs> lube up his hand. And it really does make a difference, even if I thought that I was wet enough it really adds something. So folks out there yeah. listening, if you have not tried lube recently in your hand jobs, I would highly recommend it. I also really like Uber Lube, just because mm-hmm. I find a lot of other silicone lubes feel really greasy afterwards, whereas mm-hmm. Uber Lube feels uh, more powdery, and I don't feel like I have to immediately go and like wash it off afterwards. Yeah. So that's really nice too. And another exciting development in the world of hand sex accoutrement is uh, the uh, the sex toy company Funkit Toys is um, trying to fund their uh, new toy right now, which is called the Signet. And it's a ring that you wear on your finger, or fingers, I think. And um, it just has like a... I don't even know how to describe this verbally. I'm doing a lot of gestures right now. So it's a silicone ring that is kind of textured on one side. The design that they're crowdfunding right now is kind of striped with like horizontal ridges across it. Depending on how much money they raise on the Indiegogo, there can be a number of different options and they're super stretchy because the problem with the rings is with any sort of ring toy because I get, I work in adult retail, and I get people in there all the time looking for finger vibes. Why? I don't know. But people <laughs> ask all the time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, to get a vibrator small enough that it goes on your finger, it's almost always. Like, I can't think of anything that small that isn't fuzzy as all hell. The smallest rumbly vibe I can think of is the Tango. Yeah. Or and the, that's too big to be a finger toy. Or the new Crave Bullet is good. Mm-hmm. But even that's about the size of like a watch battery bullet. Yeah. But, like, that you're not going to get something that small that's going to feel particularly good. Um, and it's buzzing right at the tips of your fingers. And it's going to be buzzy, so it's going to make your fingers really itchy and uncomfortable. So what's great about this is it adds a little bit of texture, and the the third problem we see with finger vibes is you get something like Jimmy Jane's Hello Touch. I was just going to say the Hello Touch, yeah. I have, like, average-sized hands. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a relatively small human. I'm, like, 5'3", but my hands are proportional. They're not tiny hands by any means, and the Jimmy Jane Hello Touch barely fits on me. And I'm, like, teeny tiny little assigned female human. Like... Yeah, I, I was sent the Hello Touch when I was with my long-term ex, and I was really excited about the idea of it. It's these two vibes. You strap one on each uh, of whichever two fingers you want to use, 
And then the idea is that you just basically give your partner, uh, like, finger them, and it'll be enhanced by vibrations. But, yeah, like, his hands were, like, regular dude size hands, and he, um, it, it would, like, cut off the circulation in his fingers. They would be, like, purple at the tips by the end of it. Ugh. And he, he couldn't feel anything either because the vibrations were making him numb. And he just said that it, it was really frustrating because he couldn't really feel what he was doing either. And so I'm really intrigued by this idea of the signet because I feel like it solves a lot of the problems that finger vibes often have. It's not a vibrating toy. It's just for texture. But you can stick a vibrator through the ring if you wanted to use it that way. You could totally stick it over a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... I've, I've held one. It fits really, really comfortably around one finger or around two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kenton, the person designing it, uh, has worn them for like a good a couple of hours around two fingers and not been uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like again, my smaller side of average hands, it went around one finger and was a tiny bit loose. But like mm-hmm. if I brought it down to a knuckle, it would fit comfortably. And if it went around two fingers, I would have been more than happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're really, they're going to fit a wide range of people, and they're just a really nice, simple toy that can just kind of enhance things a little bit. So I'd like to see something happen with this, you know? Cause it's, yeah, me too. It's a new idea, but it's a new idea for a reason, and Ken, I was recently talking to Kenton about it, and he says, like, the big reason he designed this is because so many sex toys are vibrating sex toys right now, mm-hmm. uh, vibrating or insertables, and for there are many people for vib- who don't like vibration, or vibration just isn't their thing, or it's too intense for them, or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's basically like, y'all should get sex toys too. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. I like him. He does some cool stuff. He also makes rainbow wooden paddles that I want someone to hit me with. They are very important paddles. We should all have one. Yeah. It is time for Fuck That, Fuck Yeah, where we tell you about something we're loving and something we are not so much loving this week. Um, On the topic of hand sex, my fuck that this week is direct clitoral stimulation. I am not a fan. (laughs) And everyone fucking seems to think that that is the thing that will work. Uh, Well, really there's such a narrative out there that's like, dudes, find the clit, God. (laughs) yeah find the clit but like don't attack it like i don't know if like i feel like a lot of cis dudes don't fully understand how sensitive the clit is it has like a zillion nerve endings y'all like be careful i just think you should assume that it's very sensitive and then go from there rather than assuming that it can handle a lot of stimulation and dialing back from there um i just I always have to, like, move dudes' hands and give them directions, which is fine. Like, I don't mind giving directions, um, but I do get a little bit annoyed with people who assume that I just want their fingers all up in there, and I'm like, ugh, just, like, an inch north of there, please. <laughs> I was actually at a workshop with Reed Mahalko where he handed out uh, raspberries and had everyone in the class touch the raspberry in a way that didn't destroy it and specifically tongue it because it was that he was talking about oral sex but Mm -hmm. i think that's really interesting because he was like this is how lightly you should touch a clit at first (laughs) and it was enough that we were like sticking our tongue in the raspberries and pulling it back out without destroying the raspberry that's awesome and he was like this is how you start then you can (laughs) move up from there (laughs) i was like okay good that's a good approach and meanwhile, Tristan's in the audience raising her hand, and she was like, yes, but Tristan Taramino, as if there were any other Tristans in the world. Um, <laughs> the only Tristan. The only Tristan is in the audience raising her hand. <laughs> and I love it, because she was just like, yes, but some clits like more than that, though. <laughs> and Reed was like, 
Well, I know. You start here, though. We're teaching muggles. Muggles need to learn to start slower. And Tristan's <laughs> like, right, but you can be rough with some clits. I don't know. There, that's the thing that you can do. Hi. <laughs> I was like, Tristan, you, you speak to my soul. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't think that you should ever assume that you are with a person whose clit likes it rough unless they've explicitly told you that. And that's exactly. what I get annoyed with, is dudes seem to make that assumption with me. Yeah, and that's kind of, that was the conversation that, like, followed that question. We definitely talked about, like, starting slower and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... What's your fuck that? My fuck that is this escalator model of sex that kind of exists where it's like if we're making out and we have both expressed interest that we want to have sex with each other and we have time, we're going to make out and then you're going to finger me and then we might do oral things and then if the, if someone has a penis, it's going in someone else's orifice. And like... The idea that, like, the idea that for some people the entire sex can't just be fingering or just making out. Like, sometimes I legit just want to make out with people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have someone I hook up, like, I hook up with who won't make out with me because he'll be like, well, we don't really have time to do anything. And I'm like, I have time to put your face on my face for a few seconds (laughs) so this idea that like everything has to eventually leave to bits in holes and it's like there are so many we can stop anywhere along that journey and have a ton of fun on any step of the way in between yeah some of my most satisfying sexual memories are times when it was just oral or just finger banging or you know, even just spanking. Like, there are definitely times where it was just focused on one particular activity. And it was so great. And I think part of that was because we were both so focused on that activity. And our heads were not thinking about what was going to come next. Because we were just so in the moment with that thing. And that can be so much fun. Yeah, totally. So what right. is your fuck yeah? Let me look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My fuck yeah is people who remember what you like. Yes. This is so charming to me. Like, it is hot sexually, but it is also hot emotionally. Maybe hot isn't the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but um, I have this one fuck buddy who's long distance, and I'll go months without seeing him, and then he'll put his fingers in my vag and just remembers exactly how I fucking like it. And every single time that this happens i'm just like wow like that just to me shows real intelligence and caring and attentiveness and it's it just feels like a a magic power even though i i probably remember the preferences of people who i haven't slept with in a few months if i got to know them well enough but there's something about that that just feels magical to me so you're explaining this to me and my brain was just like yeah, man, it's like when I haven't been on Netflix in a while, and I log back in, and it's, like, recommended for you, and I'm like, shit, you still know me. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like when you go to the affiliate program login page of a thing you haven't logged into for a while, and Google Chrome remembers your username and password, so you don't have to look it up in your email, and you're like, yeah, thank you. You know me. It's exactly like fingers in my vagina. I mean, I react the same way. (laughs) Yup. Have an orgasm, of course. (laughs) Yup. Autofill really does it for me. (laughs) God, Google Google learns your credit card info now, which is frankly terrifying, but makes it far too easy for me to drunkenly be like, yes, I do need that thing, absolutely. I know, Because <laughs> Google disgusting. just knows. It's uh, a real problem. It is. <laughs> What's your fuck yeah? My fuck yeah is uh, bonding with other subs. So I spent the whole trip down to Sextown South with a friend of mine who is also in a long-distance DS thing. Um, and 
we spent a lot of time like just exchanging tips and stuff and talking about how uh, how we deal with distance stuff and how we deal with DS stuff because our submissive styles are very similar. Um, and I got to like hang out while she like Skyped with her daddy and I would be sitting in the other bed like sexting with my sir. <laughs> and it was just cute and fun and we spent half the trip acting like children without parents because our doms were nowhere around. <laughs> so we would both get an order and then like petulantly stomp our feet together and be like, Ugh Domly types are the worst. Fine, we'll go to the gym. <sighs> so yeah, it kind of wound up with like this kinky skill share where we were learning a lot of things from each other and like one of the things uh she has these specific protocols with her daddy that I thought was really cool and I kind of brought it up super casually to my sir. But like, hey, real this casual, is, like real casual, like like, hey, this is a thing that my friend does. Isn't that cool? Um, and we were able to kind of negotiate some protocols that would work for us. And you know, some of them are like sexy and fun, and some of the other stuff he added is actually like for my development to make me better at taking care of myself or for my health and stuff like that. Um, and it's just really cool and a really awesome way that keeps me feeling submissive all the time and makes me do some shit that I don't wish I was doing. Um, but also, like, makes me feel really connected and taken care of in a really cool way. Uh, and just, I like rules. They give me frameworks to work within and help me understand <laughs> things really well. Because mm -hmm. I'm a Virgo and a nerd. <laughs> um, so it's really cool to have these rules and everything to work within. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. I'm excited for you too, babe. <laughs> All right. So as a reminder, we would like you to check our Twitter. We are at the Dildorks on Twitter uh, to see who won the giveaway. I'm so sorry that I don't get to tell you right now. <laughs> about this amazing, wonderful, fantastic human. Yep. Um, and uh, thanks so much for listening to our podcast The Dildorks My name is Kate Sloan I write a sex blog at girlyjuice.net You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram My username in both of those places is girly underscore juice uh, Where are you at, Bex? I am Bex Talks Sex on Twitter and Instagram I'm bextalksex.com bextalksex at gmail and we are the Dildorks. The Dildorks on at the Dildorks on Twitter, like we said earlier, and also on Instagram. We're also the Dildorks.com and the Dildorks at gmail.com where you can send us any feedback you have and any questions you have and we might just answer them on the podcast. Yeah, please do that. I also want to shout out Protodome for uh, letting us use his song I Want You in My Bedroom as our theme song. It's from the album Chip Funk. You can check him out at protodome.bandcamp.com. And also thank you so much to Amy Gardner for our art. She is at starboots underscore on Twitter. Until next time, folks, get out there and live your sexy, dorky life. Bye. Bye. Until next time. No, that's not how you say those words. Um, is your phone on silent? Nope. Can you? It's over there. Do that? It's over there. Well, it's still gonna make noise. Okay. It's off. Good. Thank you. Because it's also at three percent battery. Good. I wish death on your phone because we're recording wow. the podcast. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I'm sorry. You're right. That's a cruel thing to say. That's like saying I wish death on your baby. That's just excessive. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I, that I is a line. I don't wish that on you. Okay. I'm sorry, friend. Well, it's 2016. And <laughs> in, in 2016, one of my favorite sexual acts 
is getting fucked by hands. This segue <laughs> had no substance to it whatsoever. You know what? I'm going to edit that out. I don't even like it enough to keep it in the show. It didn't make sense. It didn't at all. You were just like, well. Bex, look at your hands right now for me. Do they look like they are clean and stable enough to... <laughs> doing fuck you okay my cat just jumped over two laptops patted me on the hand and then dove away (laughs) she did what she came to do and then she got the fuck out of there she just like jumped in and was like excuse me hello (laughs) and failed (laughs) okay well i have this very vivid memory and I really hope my family never listens to this because they would be horrified. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a boyfriend one time who I was watching a movie with him in sort of a common area of our house. And my, like, I think my brother and my mom were, like, down the hall in the next room. And uh, they were, like, passing in and out. And um, and my boy f- was fingering me under the blanket. You know what? I don't think I'm going to leave this story in the podcast because I'm getting horrified at myself as I'm telling it. Okay, so but, like, maybe tell I'm... me the rest. Oh, just like he was fingering me, and I had to be super quiet, and uh, and he made me come, and then I think my mom walked in like immediately afterward and was like, "Hey, how, how's it going in here?" <laughs>